Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Hello, it is great to have you here and wherever you are listening, whatever you are doing, I hope your day is going well and I want to thank you for being here. My hope for this podcast is that it will give you support and insights and guidance for your own career so that you can have a fulfilling and rewarding career that you love and that is very much at the heart and centre of all the work I do. And last week I was giving a presentation to a group of women who are in their early stages of their career and someone asked me, you know, what is the best advice that you could share looking back on your career now? And since that question I've really been thinking about this a lot. What are the most important things I've learned and what would really perhaps change the trajectory of someone else's career if they knew these things now. And I boiled it down to five lessons for my younger self and I want to share those with you today. And again, in the hope that this will help you get to where you want to get to sooner and have more fun and joy on the way because as much as I'm all for rewarding, fulfilling careers, it's really important that we remember our careers, our work is one part of who we are. So without further ado, let's get into these five key lessons or pieces of advice that I would give my younger self. So the first one is confidence takes time. Now, I talk a lot on the topic of confidence, and I think there is a range of things that we need to know about ourselves, about our audience, about the people we work with, and a number of skills and tools that we need to have in our toolkits to help us be more confident and to show up more confidently. But I think it's also really important to acknowledge that confidence is a process. It is not something we bottle up. It is not something we buy off the shelf. It is something that we have to cultivate. And that takes time. It takes experience. And of course, we all want to jump to the end where we feel confident. But there are steps in developing confidence. And, you know, I talk about these as being, you know, having that clear intention about what you are trying to achieve and what your purpose is. Then we need to make the commitment to doing the work to showing up and being ourselves. We have to make that commitment to doing the work. Then we have to show up day in, day out with courage and resilience and keep doing the work. And in the process, we build our own capabilities. We build our skill sets. We build our knowledge and our experience. And once we have all of those things working in flow, then that's when we feel confident. And so often with confidence, we just want to buy it. We just, we just want to skip to the end where we feel confident in situations and in our workplaces and we forget that it is a process. It's a process that is built on our own personal experience and that may not necessarily be tied to your job or your profession, but it might be. And as with anything, no matter how smart or capable we are as individuals, we need to show up and do the work and building our own confidence is no different. We need to commit the time to that process. We need to have grace with ourselves in that process and we need to be resilient and keep doing the work and trusting ourselves that even when we make mistakes on the way, even when we have a bad day, we are in a practice of building confidence and it will come. And I say that now, you know, I'm 40 now, I'm working in the property and construction industry for almost 20 years and yeah, I feel confident now most of the time. 
But there are some days where I don't. There are some circumstances where I find myself completely out of my depth. And that still happens. That's okay. What I can fall back on now is knowing the process and knowing that I will get there. I'll figure out the answers. And it takes time and it requires us to show up and do the work. And I think as women in this industry, it can be very easy to think that we have low confidence because we are often surrounded by men. But I think we need to acknowledge that confidence is something that we all need to build. And being a woman in this industry does make it harder. And being a person of colour or a minority or having a different need, again, makes it harder. And these are layers that make things more difficult for us to build our confidence. But irrespective of gender, irrespective of ethnicities or orientations or circumstances, the truth is everyone goes through this same process. And the time it takes may be shorter or longer, but it is a process and it is a practice. So keep showing up even on the bad days and your confidence will build over time if you do have that clear intention, that commitment, and you keep showing up courageously to build your own skills and capabilities. The confidence will come. Okay, number two is consistency. So consistency is the fastest way to success. And this is true in terms of developing your capabilities. It is true in terms of building a network. It is true in every single aspect of our lives. Consistency gets results. So I know it can be tempting to get shiny object syndrome, to see the appeal of a new job with a little bit more money, but we want to make sure that we are doing the work, that we are building our skill sets, we are building our relationships by showing up, by doing the grunt work. And that's often the unglorious stuff, but day in, day out, showing up and doing what we need to do in order to work towards the goals we have set for ourselves. And there is no sugarcoating it. Consistency can be boring as hell, but it is also what distinguishes the good from the great, the people that have the staying power to keep doing things day in, day out. And I think that will be a real differentiator for people in the job market in the next five or 10 years' time. Okay, number three is have support. And again, I talk about this all the time, but have support in terms of peers, in terms of colleagues, but also further afield. Have support that is thought-provoking and challenges you as much as supports you. Because I know for myself, when I'm pushed, that is when I am at my best. And I think that is true for most people. Most people deliver their best results when they're pushed out of their comfort zone. And it's not necessarily way, way out of your comfort zone, but somewhere beyond where you do what you do day in, day out, that is where your zone of genius lies. That's where your magic lies. And I think regardless of how self-motivated you are, when we have accountability, when we have other people pushing us on, spurring us on, and encouraging us to be that better version of ourselves, that is when we really create great results for ourselves. And so I encourage you to really have that dynamic support system that guides and encourages and supports you and grows with you as you evolve as a person and as you develop professionally as well. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career oriented women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. Number four is investing your growth. And 
I'm a huge believer in education. I have three degrees. I have several diplomas. I have accreditations. I'm constantly investing in myself and my personal and professional growth. And whilst I have very much leaned into professional educational institutes for that development, that is by no means the only or most effective way. And I think at its most powerful, it is a combination of different ways to learn different skill sets. But irrespective of how you choose to develop your skills and knowledge, key to that is having the time and the headspace and the plan for your own growth. And that involves knowing where you are and where you want to go to. That plan is never set in stone. It is something that is shifting the trajectory of your career. So invest the time and energy and resources to create that plan for your own growth and development and then take action on it. Seek out what is most useful and beneficial for you at this point in your career and invest in developing that skill set or that understanding or getting that guidance or moving past that hurdle because you are your biggest asset. And the more valuable you become to an organization, the better access you have to opportunities, to reward, to remuneration. And the sooner you do this in your career, the sooner you become more valuable to an organization, the more you get to benefit from that across your career as your earning potential grows exponentially. And that's so important, particularly as we see women retiring with so much less than men. We need to be taking control of our own careers and our own lives and really charting that course. So investing in your own growth, in your own development is so crucial. The final lesson I have to share is that the bad experiences are the most valuable experiences. So there will be days when things go wrong. There will be horrible things that happen. There will be moments where shit hits the fan. And in those moments, in those hard times, it can feel excruciating. It can feel like there is no way out. And, you know, there will be hard things that happen. And these things can take so many different forms, from harassment to bias to unresolvable conflict or the lack of psychological safety. And I think it's really helpful to know that those experiences build resilience. They make you stronger. They clarify who you are as a person and what you stand for. And it's one thing to do to understand who we are in theory, but it's the hard times that really define what matters to us and really define who we are as people. You know, I've had some awful experiences. I've had harassment. I've had burnout. I've had a number of things that have been at the time extremely difficult to deal with, but they have also been pivotal to shaping who I am. And they are also things that I look back on now with great pride in terms of who I was and how I showed up and how I was able to use those as stepping stones to get better, to change things, to be a voice to challenges and issues and how I've been able to grow through those things. And I share this because whilst my hope is that you never experience terrible things at work, the truth is you may and it's how we show up. It's how we move forward from that that helps define us as people. And, you know, the question I always come back to, have always come back to in these moments is who do I want to be in this moment? How do I want to show up? And it can be easy to indulge in the difficulties and get stuck in that. But ultimately, the person that loses out from that is not anyone else involved. It's actually ourselves. And again, I share this because I want you to know that, that there will be bad days, but often those bad days are actually what shapes us and what makes us 
better at what we do and better people in general. So what's the quote? You can't have the rainbow without the rain. And I think that's true for us as people. I think it's true for us as leaders. I think it's important for us to talk about these things as women in our industry, as we continue to charge forward together, supporting one another through the highs and the lows. And I certainly hope that if you are someone listening who's at the start of your career, really think about how you can apply these lessons and these insights to your own career right now where you are and build a really strong foundation for yourself as you move forward into what I'm sure will be a wonderful career. And, you know, we need your voices. We need your contribution in our industry. And I feel really privileged to get to share some of my knowledge and insights with you and support you on your journey. So with that, have a beautiful day. And, you know, if you do know someone who you think might benefit from listening to the podcast, please share it with them and feel free to come over and connect with me on LinkedIn. I always love meeting people in the industry and sharing our stories. So come over, say hi and have a beautiful day. Until next time. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. Thanks again. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.